Praise the Lord. Has the Lord been good to you in 2020? Been a whole lot of cussing 2020, amen? Not cussing in 2020, but cussing 2020, amen? Wow, what a blessing. God's been good to us, y'all. He's been good to us. Sometimes you got to stop, got to slam on brakes, and you have to acknowledge how good God's been to you. You know, with all the challenges in 2020, how many of you thought, you know, man, can I just do a do-over? Got to scratch that one out and just start all over again? You know, I'm sure that we all feel like at some point that we need to have a fresh start. In addition to COVID, many of us have made mistakes this past year. Many of us have experienced setbacks and maybe even failures in our life. But the truth is this. Sometimes we allow these mistakes we allow these setbacks and failures to keep us from experiencing the great joy that God wants us to experience in the Christian life. But the good news is this. God says today, God says, I want you to have a fresh start. I want you to have a new beginning. I want to give you a clean slate. I want to do something brand new in your life. Aren't you glad that God wants to do something new in our life? Aren't you glad? Doesn't it excite you that God desires to give you a fresh start after the year we've had? From time to time, we all need a fresh start. From time to time, we all need a new beginning, not only in our life, but we need a new beginning with our relationship with God. Something to spark it and do it all over again. Last year, many of you may have thought, you know what? In spite of this pandemic going on, I am going to grow in my relationship with God. I'm going to use this downtime, I'm going to use this lockdown, and I'm going to get close to God. Some of you may have thought, you know what? I'm going to pray more. I'm going to read my Bible more. And when the time is right and the church is open back up, I'm going to be more active in my church than I've ever been before. But the fact is this. To one degree or another, we've all made choices that hindered us from doing that. We made choices that hindered us from doing all the things we wanted to do. Well, God's word gives us great encouragement this morning. In the midst of telling his people about the Savior he's getting ready to send, God says in Isaiah 43, verse 18, God says, do not remember the former things, y'all. Because why? Because God's southern too, amen? Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, God says, I want to do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Another translation of that passage Say, the Lord says, forget about what's happened before. 
Don't think about the past. Forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm getting ready to do, for I'm getting ready to do a new thing in your life. Forget what's happened before. He says, don't think about the past. The past is over. The book is closed on the past, and you can't change it. Now, I've been guilty of thinking that God is kind of stuck on my past. I've been guilty of thinking that all God wants to do is remind me of all those things I've done wrong in the past. But I've learned that God is far more interested in my future than he ever was in my past. The future is where we're going to spend the rest of our lives. And so God says, forget about the past. Don't dwell there. Forget about the former things. Don't think about it. Look, there are new things I am getting ready to do. God's people in Isaiah 43 were suffering the consequences of their rebellion to God. But in spite of their 2020... Amen? They had about a decade of 2020s. In spite of that 2020, God wanted to give his people hope and encouragement. And I believe that's what God wants for you today. So friend, what we need to do is be sure that we understand that there are consequences to sin. God wants them to know that even though they are bearing the consequences of their sin, and those sins are difficult to bear, they're still not forsaken. Instead, God wants to give them a fresh start. He wants to give them a brand new beginning. And so maybe that's where you and I are this morning, in need of a fresh start. Maybe we've made a lot of mistakes. Maybe we've failed God a lot of times this past year. Maybe we've sinned so much that we think that God don't want anything to do with me no more. Maybe you feel like there ain't no future in God's plan for me now. But if you're listening, say amen. Don't believe that lie. Don't believe that lie. God says, it's not over. I've got a plan. I've got a plan for you. And I'm about to do something new. So this morning, I want to share with you how this is possible. I want to share with you how you can have a fresh start, how you can have a new beginning, how you can have a clean slate to start over with. Using the word start, S-T-A-R-T, I want to show you that no matter what kind of financial burden you've had, no matter what kind of marital failure, what kind of moral failure that you've had in the past, no matter how bad 2020 was, no matter how bad you blew it, no matter how ashamed you may be because of it, you can start, say start, you can start over. You can start over. And the first letter in the word start is the letter S. S stands for stop making excuses. If you want a fresh start, if I want a fresh start, 
I've got to stop making excuses for my failures. I've got to stop blaming other people. I've got to stop seeing myself as a victim of circumstance. See, I know that other people can hurt me. I know that other people can harm me. And I know that other people can scar me. But the only person who can ruin my life is me. The only one who can ruin my life is me. Nobody can ruin my life without my permission. We need to understand that this morning. Because I got a choice. I have a choice. I choose how I'm going to respond to my hurts. Our problem is, is that we just kind of stop trying right in the middle of our failure. We just throw in the towel. We just give up. But the old proverb says, if at first you don't succeed, no. If at first you don't succeed, welcome to the human race. Amen? If at first you don't succeed, you're normal. Rarely do people get it on the first try. We've got to keep trying over and over again. Did you know that you are never a failure until you give up? You've never failed until you throw in the towel and give up the fight. But we often give up when success is right around the corner. Friends, it's always too soon to quit on God. The Bible says, stop making excuses. And with the Lord's help, get on with it. Move into this new year being encouraged, being bold that you're going to be a servant of the Most High God and a child of the Father who loves you so dearly. Have you heard that people who are very good at making excuses generally ain't very good at anything else? That's right. That's a fact of the matter right there. So the S in start stands for stop making excuses. But after a failure, there's something else I need to do. Because I need to take inventory of my failures. I need to take inventory of my failures and find out what I can learn from those failures. I need to evaluate all my experiences from last year. The good ones and the bad ones. Because failure can either be a friend or a foe. A friend or a foe. If you, and here's how you determine if it's going to be friend or foe or not. You determine if failure is going to be your friend if you learn something from it. If you learn something from your failure, then your failure is a friend. But if you don't learn from your failures, then you are destined to repeat those same mistakes. And let me tell you something, you will not be a happy camper. Friend or foe. So friends, as you... Take inventory of your failures from last year. I want to encourage you to ask yourself three questions. Number one, what have I learned from my failure? What have I learned? Some people never learn, amen? They never learn anything new. They just repeat the same old mistakes over and again. They repeat the same bad choices year after year after year. So what have you learned from last year's failures? 
What have you learned? If you don't take inventory, you will will end up repeating the same mistakes over and over again because you didn't learn anything from your failures. Second question. What are my assets? What are my assets? What are the positive things that I still have even though I failed? What have I still got going for me? Have I still got my health? Have I still got my family? Have I still got my freedom? Have I still got my my mental soundness? Don't answer that. Amen? Have I still got some friends? Is the Lord Jesus still on my side? Do I still have my church family? What assets do I have that will help me to have a fresh start in 2021? Third question, not only what have I learned, not only what assets do I still have, but who can help me? Who can help me? When we need a fresh start, we need somebody who will come alongside us and give us a little help. We need a, a close friend, uh, an accountability partner, an encourager, a support person. We need to find somebody that will help us. Somebody that will help us along the way. Someone that will walk alongside us as we deal with the new year. And, of course, we know that there's always one, right? There's always one who's close by your side. The Lord Jesus Christ says, I'll always be there. The Lord Jesus says, I will help you put your life back together. Jesus says, I will help you to get started again in a brand new year. So no matter how bad it's been, y'all, no matter how bad you've blown it, no matter how ashamed you may be, you can start over. Stop making excuses and take inventory of your failures. Now there's a third step in making a fresh S-T-A-R-T. And that is to act in faith. To act in faith. You've got to be willing to launch out. You have to be willing to launch out of your comfort zone and into a brand new uncharted territory. The Bible says that the key to changing anything is faith. But it's not just faith, it's active faith. The key to changing your circumstance is active faith. The key to changing your bad habits is active faith. If you want to change anything in your life, friend, you've got to have some faith. Do you remember in the Bible when those two blind men came asking Jesus to heal them in Matthew chapter 9? Jesus said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And both men said, yes, Lord, we do. And so then he touched their eyes and he, and he told them, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Now that's a real simple statement, but it's also a very powerful statement. According to your faith, let it be done to you. 
I read that Nick Saban, coach of Alabama Crimson Tide, once said, you don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect and what you accept. I don't think Nick was preaching, but he sounded a whole lot like Jesus in that statement. Amen? What are you expecting in 2020, 2021? What are you expecting in life? Are things going to be better? Or are things going to be worse? Are things just going to be just the same? If you'll act in faith, that means you will do something about it. Amen? You will do something positive to ensure that you don't repeat the same old mistakes from last year. Now, the faith that I'm talking about here doesn't just lay down and say, okay, God, I trust you. That's not active faith. The faith I'm talking about gets up, takes positive action, relying on God's help ultimately to bring positive changes in my life. Active faith. In Acts chapter 3, we find the narrative of Peter and John doing what Jesus told them to do, and that is minister in his name. In verse 1, the Bible says in Acts 3, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. To ask alms, to ask for handouts, from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for a handout. And fixing his eyes upon him with John, Peter said, look at us. Bella, look at me. Amen. Look at us, he said. So he gave them his attention, listen, expecting to receive something from them. And then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he who sat begging for a handout at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. So this man asked for something. He asked for something, and he expected to get it. But in reality, he got far more than he ever could have expected. Many times, you and I, we ask God for something, but we expect to get nothing. And when we ask expecting to get nothing, guess what we get? Say it if you know it. Nothing. We got to stop rehearsing the past. We have to stop regretting the past and expect, say expect, Expect God's best for our present and for our new year.
Expect God to do a new thing. Expect God to do a mighty work in our lives. Because listen, whatever it is you focus on, that's what you tend to reproduce in life. If you're focusing on 2020, you know what's going to happen? You're probably going to repeat 2020. So let us focus according to our faith. As Jesus said, according to our faith, let it be done to you. So the key to a fresh start begins with admitting your, your failure, learning from that failure, but then acting in faith for the future. Now that means if I want a fresh S-T-A-R-T, then I need to refocus my thoughts. Refocus my thoughts. That's the R. If I want to get going again, I got to rethink how I think. I have to rethink how I think. If I want to change my life, I need to change my mind about a few things. Because the way that you think determines the way that you feel. And the way that you feel determines the way that you act. Thinking is so Important. So if you want to change your actions, you've got to change the way you think, and inevitably you'll change the way that you act in life and in the new year. If you're depressed, discouraged, disheartened, and distressed, chances are you're thinking depressed, disheartened, disappointed, and discouraged thoughts. So know this. That's your choice. If you want to be hanging out in 2020 for the rest of your days, that's okay. That's your life. That's your choice if you want to hang out there. But you don't have to. You don't have to hang out in the thoughts of 2020. We can move forward in 2021. I got to refocus my thoughts. I have to think of, a, of, of my fresh start in 2021, and that means i got to stop thinking the old way. So what thoughts? What thoughts are you still rehearsing over and over again? 2020 was so bad this way and that way. and it's What are you still rehearsing? The Bible says, let it go. Let it go. Let go of that year. Let go of those things because the more that you hold on to that memory, the more you rehearse that memory, the more you rehash those memories, the more it's going to continue to hurt you in the new year. You've got to change your mind. Change your mind, determining to replace the old way of thinking with a new way of thinking for the new year. Remember, you don't have to keep rehashing those hurtful memories. You need to have new thoughts that are in keeping with the new you for the new year. So no matter how bad it's been, y'all, no matter how bad you've blown it, no matter how ashamed you are, you can start over. Stop making excuses. Take inventory of your failures. Act in faith and refocus your thoughts. Finally, the T in start reminds us that we have to trust God for success. 
We don't need to depend on our own feeble abilities that have already proven to be failures. We can't have got to rethink our thoughts and to be thinking and reminding ourselves that we can't do this thing on our own. We've got to have God to help us succeed. But some people just don't get it. Some Christians just don't get it. They stumble and they fall. Then they get up and you know what they say? I'm just going to try harder. I'm going to try harder. So what do they do? They try it again. It's like banging their head against the wall. Bam, bam, bam. How come that wall ain't falling? I don't know. Maybe I need to try harder. And so they bang their head. They try it again. They keep doing it over and over and over again, thinking maybe this time, maybe this time that wall will fall. But did you know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different result? If you keep doing the same thing that you did in 2020, the same way that you did in 2020, I promise you, your 2020 is going to move right on into 2021. And the same thing is going to happen. Now, I know that we can't change who we are. Only God can change who we are. But I do know that I can change what I do. I do know how I can act in faith. So how do I do that? How do I change what I do? Well, I realize that success in my Christian life is not me trying harder. Success in my Christian life is giving God control of my life. Submitting to the Holy Spirit of God to have His will, have His way in my life. Zechariah 4, 6, the Bible says this. Listen up. If you don't carry nothing else with you today, you carry this home with you. Zechariah 4, 6, the Bible says, You will not succeed in your own strength or power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. You want a fresh start in 2021? A new beginning in 2021? A clean slate in 2021? You're not going to do it by your own strength or your own power but only by the spirit of the living God. God specializes in new beginnings. And that power is offered to you today. Whether you're an unbeliever up to this point or a long-term Christian, this is the day that the Lord has made. And he offers you the power of the living God to help you make the changes and have the fresh start that you want. For the coming year. We can have a fresh start. With a new life. In a brand new year. God says. I don't want you just to turn over a new leaf in life. I want to give you a whole new life. Because I'm about to do something new. Will you have a fresh start? Will you have a new beginning in 2021? Will you go into 2021 with a clean slate? You can. It's your choice. How do you do it? Well, you stop making excuses. Take inventory of 2020's failures. 
Act in faith in what God is doing in the new year. Rethink the way you think and trust him for the success. Whatever burdens you have on your heart today, we have church members and family and friends in our community that are really struggling still this year. But I pray that you with me will move into a brand new year and we'll see the new thing that God wants to do in the coming year. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father God, we praise you.